What time is it? It's time for the One Life Podcast. What time is it? It's time for the One Life Podcast. Let's go.
Hey everybody, welcome to One Life. Welcome to One Life where we live in faith every day and we talk about everything that pertains to life. It is your girl CC Eccles. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Go ahead right now, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. And I want to hear from you on Spotify. It seems like it's been forever. <laughs> since uh we've had this time together (laughs) no but we've been working on a few things and we give god praise we've been a little busy the last time we were together you guys um was telling me how much you enjoyed the interview with stephanie renee and mark fortson if you did not hear that episode i want you guys to it's the last one that we did want you guys to just take a listen because it was a lot of information if you're dating if you're in a relationship and it was just candid conversation um that's one of the things I love about God is that we all have different perspective on things and we can come and reason together and make it all make sense glory to God so if you missed that episode you want to tune in and, and check out the last episode we did with Stephanie Renee and Mark Fortson. And it was called Kingdom Courtship. It was called Kingdom Courtship. Amen. Want to send a big shout out to the Rockdale Sheriff Department. Um, I had an opportunity to speak with, <clears throat> excuse me, with their department. Um, um, a few weeks ago, a week or two ago, they, they had asked me to come back and speak again. So we give God praise for every door that he is opening. Glory to God. We want to make sure he is being glorified. So shouts out to them. And I want to say, you know, God is so good. I pray that God bless that place and cover them because they are putting God first. And it's called motivational moments or something like that. So it's important that we live in such a crazy society, you know, um, it's just important that we put God first. We cannot be ashamed. We cannot be afraid. And um, just shouts out to, to them over there. Amen. Amen. What I want to do is I want to just encourage you guys to pray for the nation. Scripture says, Blessed is the nation that maketh the Lord their God. My God, Jesus. And sometimes we don't know, you know, what America is going, what's going on in America. But we got to make sure that we cover our leaders. We got to make sure that we're praying for our nation. Pray for this nation. Um, I was having a conversation with someone and I said, so much stuff going on. And it's, it's things that's going on behind the scenes. It's things that's going on in secret. <clears throat> but it's not a secret because God will tell you. He'll tell you different things as far as how you need to prepare yourself. Amen. And one thing's for sure is that God is in control. You know, I know people may feel like they're in control, but baby, <laughs> God is in control. God is in control and mm, we're going to leave that right there. God is in control. Glory to God. He is in control. Many of you purchased the book 
um, that I did called Woman, Can You Handle the Truth? The Spirits Speak. And it's for young women. And I really believe that um, if you are dating or if you're single, I think that this book would be, it's, it's a very transparent book. It is a book that I believe um, God gave me wisdom and insight to write. So if you want to order that book, then just um, shoot me an email, cc.eccles, the number one at gmail.com or the cc Eccles group at gmail.com. Books are um, $16 and that's going to include me to mail it out to you. But I believe that that book is going to be a blessing to you. I really, really do, because no matter the age of a person, we still go through the same stuff. We still go through the same stuff, whether you're 21, 51 or 71. Some of the things that we go through as women, I mean, it's still the same. It's still the same. So if you want to pick up your copy of that woman, can you handle the truth? The spirit speaks. Just shoot me an email. The CC Eccles group at gmail.com or cc.eccles, E C H O L S, the number one at gmail.com. Let me hear from you guys on Spotify. And also, I want us to make a habit, make a habit of giving to those who are less fortunate. I know we give Thanksgiving. I know we give Christmas. I know we give special occasions. But let's make a habit every pay period, even if it's $20. I know we give our tithes. I know we give our offering. I know we give our first fruits. I know we, I know I get it. But let's make a habit of also keeping little care bags in our car. I shared with you guys about how um, I do the the gigantic gallon size Ziploc bags and I put in those little Lunchables, those little bucket Lunchables, water, an apple, raisin, um, um, gloves, a spoon, whatever I can think of. I put it in that Ziploc bag, right? And I put like $5 in there. And this one guy, he, I was leaving the store. He said, you got some money, da, 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 da. And I was like, <clears throat> I said, no. Because I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, nowadays you got to be careful. You know what I'm saying? So I had my bags in my hand and I'm like, let me get to the car. You know, if I can only get to the car, I'm going to make sure he gets one of these bags. So he was still asking people, you know, for money. And he had his little, um, Windex, I think he wanted to just wipe the um, the windshields. You know, he wanted to clean the windshields for money or whatever. So I got my stuff in the car and I got the bag out and I gave him the bag and I was, I drove around and I said, here you go, sir. And he said, thank you. I said, I want you to pay close attention to this because I was pointing to the, the $5. I wanted him to know that, you know, if he wanted to get something to eat, you know, he had the money to do it. He said, Oh, I ain't worried about that. This right here is important to me. And he was talking about the Lunchables. He was talking about the food that I had put in there. He wasn't even worried about the money. 
He was worried about the food. So every pay period, let's, let's, I don't care if it's $20. I don't care if it's $10. I don't care if you're saying, well, shoot, I need that for myself. I get it. But let's sow seeds. Glory to God. Let's start sowing seeds. Let's let that be a part of our our way of giving back to the community. Amen. And amen. Glory to God. Now, when we come back, I can't wait to share with you guys what we're going to be talking about on today. Woo! Don't you dare go nowhere. We'll be right back. Have you read and studied your word today? If not, let's study together. Choose whatever episode you like, whether it's this one or whether it's a previous episode, and let that be your topic to study from for the entire week. You know, the word of God never gets old. It has good shelf life. So choose your favorite episode and study the word of God. Don't forget to do your homework assignment, okay? Life lesson number 29. Be content in whatever season you're in. You know, a lot of times we despise and we just hate hard things, hard moments, hard seasons, but they're there for a reason. And many times we're in uncomfortable seasons because it's something that God is trying to teach us. I promise you, this will not last forever. Be content where you are and be determined to learn from your season. Life lesson number 29. And we are back. Turn with me to Matthew. Matthew 18, 1 through 4. Matthew 18, if you have your Bibles. 1 through 4. And it reads, at the same time came the disciples unto Jesus saying, who is the greatest? (laughs) My God, Jesus, we can go a lot of places with that word. Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of him and said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Today we're going to be talking from the topic, stay in a child's place. Stay in a child's place. Father God, in Jesus name. Father, we come to you, Lord God, saying thank you for this moment. Thank you for this day. Father, I ask, Lord God, that you be a part 
of this episode. I pray in Jesus name that you would use me, Lord God, to say what you want me to say, because you know those who are listening and you know those that need to hear what need to be said. God, Father, I trust you. I rely on you and I depend on you, Lord God. And Father, it is for your glory and your glory only, Lord God. And Father, I ask that you have your way and I have a prepared word, God. But Lord, you do and you see fit to do with it however you want to, God. And Father, it is in your son Jesus' name. I pray, amen and amen. Glory to God. Stay in a child's place. Glory to God. Many of you, I shared a couple of podcasts ago. I'm very transparent with um, my life because my podcast is my ministry. Um, And I believe that some of the things that I deal with that many of you may have experienced it also. And um, I believe that this is an avenue that God uses. This is a platform that God uses to bring about hope, deliverance, um, um, correction, and just um, encouragement. Amen. Years ago, I had the pleasure of keeping foster kids. I had two little girls, beautiful little girls. They were two and five years old. And my five-year-old was very protective, was very, very protective of her little sister. And not to go into details about, you know, the history, but I get it because a lot of times you have to be. You know, it's like, this is all I got. I got to protect my little sister. But she was five years old, five years old. And she would always say, well, where is such and such and such and such? Where is such? And one day I had to tell her, I have her. I need you to go sit down and I need you to go finish watching cartoons. I have her and I got you. And I'm responsible, check it, I'm responsible for the both of you. I don't need you to worry about your little sister. I need you to stay in a child's place. Go play. Go go look at your Barbie cartoon. And it was very, very challenging for this five-year-old to trust me mm, and to relinquish what she thought was control. (laughs) It was very challenging for her. Very, very challenging for her, for that baby. But as time went on, she realized she could trust me. She realized I had her best interest at heart. Amen. And she enjoyed playing. She enjoyed relaxing. Hallelujah. She enjoyed relaxing. Matthew 18 talks about a conversation that the disciples was having about who is the greatest. Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And many times everybody wants to be great, but nobody wants to be a servant and nobody wants to be a child. And scripture clearly states 
that the greatest among you is the one who serves and to come to God as a child and have childlike faith. Um, it's important that we stay in the child's place. I remember also not working years ago. And I think the real estate market, I think it was in 20, 2007, the real estate market, we know what it did. It crashed. I mean, it was doing some some crazy stuff. And so it was very challenging for realtors to um, get work because, you know, things was just so crazy. And at that particular time, I didn't care what I did, you know, <laughs> pride. I mean, desperation ain't got no pride. So I'm like, I don't care what I do. I just need some income coming in because I got responsibilities. And I went looking place to place, filling out applications, submitting my resume and was skeptical about putting in that I was a realtor because people often felt like, oh, she must be making some money. Honey, I just started putting customer service, customer care. I'm good with people because I knew that 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 judgment was going to be there. And I didn't want to be, you know, looked upon as being overly qualified. And I shared this a while back about how um, my mom was helping me. (laughs) My mom is a ride or die, right? My mom was helping me look for a job. And she had a friend that worked for a department store, Kohl's. And I told my mom what I look like going from six figures to to one figure because I I went from making six figures to $8 an hour. And my mom said, you're going to look like a woman that needed to work. You're going to look like a woman that want to eat, you know. <laughs> oh, glory to God. I got the job and was promoted in three months. But during that season, I was panicky. During that season, I was very, very concerned because I had never not worked before. You know, it's just me. <clears throat> And I'm like, I'm the sole provider for my home. Like, what am I going to do? Lord, please. I don't want to go back, you know, with my parents. God, like, please help me. And I would go fill out applications. I would spend my job was to look for a job. So I would spend eight hours, sometimes 10 hours looking for a job. And I cried out to the Lord. I remember being so frustrated and I cried out to God and I said, God, I don't know what to do. And he said, be still. Mm. Clear as day. He said, be still. He said, be still and know that I'm God. I said, God, how am I going to be still? I got these bills. You said if a man don't work, he don't eat. That's what you said. He didn't say nothing else. That's how God do me. He say what he going to say and he leaves it alone and he going to do what he doing. That was one of the most challenging seasons for me because I am results driven. I feel like I have a little checklist. Okay, I did this, 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 this. Okay, check, check, check. I'm very re- results oriented. 
But during that season, God told me to be still. And he specifically told me, I need you to lay still like a French fry. I said, what does that mean? Why a French fry? But that's what he said. I need you to be still. A French fry don't move itself. Somebody got to turn the French fry over. I need you to be so still. And you're going to know that I'm God. And in my way of thinking, because I'm very practical, and practicality can get you in trouble because it's not faith. It's how you think it's going to get done. What's faith to one man is not faith to somebody else. So God clearly said, my thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are not your ways. I didn't get why God wanted me to be still. I get it now. I get it now. God wanted me to trust him, to trust his word to trust his promises to me. God wanted me to stay in a child's place. Remember about my foster girls. I had to convince my oldest daughter. I call them my God daughters. I had to convince her. I got you. I got your little sister. I need you to relax. I need you to go play because I'm I'm responsible for taking care of you. God had to make sure I understood that he is God and that he is responsible for taking care of me. When you're in a situation, everything go through your mind. But it's all about self-preservation and it's all about pride. And when we kill that pride, my God, Jesus. So God told me, I need you to be still. I need you to know that I'm God. He said nothing else. So I had a conversation with one of my friends. And it's so funny when I think about the story of Mary and Martha. I'm always the Martha. <laughs> I'm always the one that, look, we got to get this done. We got to get this done. We got to do da 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 That's just how I've been wired. God know that's, that's how I'm wired. But at the same time, God also knew the challenge it would be for me to just be still and trust. My God, Jesus. It's for somebody. We got to learn how to be still. And just trust God. So God knew that that's just how I'm wired. I'm wired to take care of stuff. And if I ain't got nothing to do, I'm like, okay, let me find something to do. I hate being idle. I hate feeling like I'm not being productive. Glory to God. My God, Jesus. I could imagine Mary and Martha. Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus, Martha trying to take care of business. And that would have been me like, look here. All right, Jesus, we love you, but we got stuff to do. We got, we got plans to make. But this woman, Mary, sat 
at the feet of Jesus. She was calm. She was relaxed. She was gazing at Jesus' eyes. Glory to God. And she was building her trust. Martha was self-centered, task-oriented, and just thinking about what all the different things she had to accomplish. Glory to God. Glory to God. God is telling us in this season, we got to stay in the child's place. We got to stay in the child's place. I had to learn when I was looking um, for a job that it's not going to be by my efforts or my works. It's not by power. It's not by might. It's by the spirit of God. And God wanted to change my heart because everything I did, I did based on works and not based on trust. My God, Jesus, my God, Jesus, everything I did, (laughs) glory to God. It was based on my works and it's challenging even to this day. If I don't see, cause I'm, I've been praying about some things and <clears throat> asking God, like, Lord, you got me out here in there, Lord. Um, he know where he got me. He know he the one who told me to do this, that's, and so he know where he got me, but I gotta be still and know that he's God because he going to do what he want to do when he want to do it. You can't. And one thing he told me when I came out of prayer, he said, you can't rush me. Who do we think we are to try to rush God? You can't rush me. He told me recently, I am God. Don't you dare rush me. Woo. My God, Jesus. I serve a God that's loving. I serve a God that's compassionate. I serve a God that's forgiven, but I also serve a God who will correct you, who will whoop you and who will put some things in order. How dare you rush me? (laughs) My God, Jesus. We have to learn to stay in a child's place. Glory to God. Glory to God. I didn't understand during that season why God told me to be still because fear was creeping in. Anxiety was creeping in. Um, And when you have those, um, those demons visiting and knocking on your door, your mind start having a, having conversations on its own and you start thinking about the what if you start going to the what if parties but God says I need you to be still I need you to dwell in the secret place I need you to trust me I need you to enter into worship I need you to just let me handle this I need you to just keep your place stay in your place this ain't yours this ain't your portion this ain't your battle 
That was hard. That was a very hard season for me. And what I didn't realize, because all these years I'm thinking I'm taking care of business because I'm just a professional. That's just that's just how I roll. You know, that's just what I do all these years. I'm taking care of business. But I had no faith. See, when you come to the end of yourself, my God, Jesus, you're going to realize it when you that did Jack. We did nothing. But it was God that kept me. It was God that is still keeping me. Glory to God. I had to learn and I'm still learning. I'm still learning to stay in a child's place. Hallelujah. God wanted me to humble myself. God wanted me to know that it's not in a paycheck. That paycheck is a resource only. Only. One of my favorite songs is God is. You can fill in the blank of what he is to you. He's the source and the strength of my life. He moves our pain, misery, and strife. What is God to you? That small area of doubt, that small area of it being you, that thing got to go. It got to be all Jesus. It got to be all God. You have to totally lean and rely and depend on Jesus Christ. I had to learn that. Still learning it. Still learning it. He wanted me to have total dependence on him. Woo, what a season. And by me being a Christian, I walk by faith and not by sight. But why is this so challenging? Because I took pride in being task driven. I took pride in me checking off my things to do list. Now I ain't got nothing to check. Because God wanted to wanted me to know that he got me. He got it all under control. Challenging. Challenging. Stay in a child's place. We got to stay in the child's place. Glory to God. Glory to God. I remember, I think I was five, maybe four. I called myself, I'm going to run away from home. I'm going to run away from home. And I got me a little grocery. It was like a brown paper bag back then. I got me a brown paper bag. And I packed up my stuff. And I can't remember what my mom did or didn't do, or I wanted her to do something. And I was finna run away. And I said, I'm leaving. I'm finna go. And she says, okay. She said, just know I love you. And I'm walking up the street crying, wondering why she let me get that far. And I'm just looking back like, she going to call me back in a minute. She let me go as far as I can go. And keep in mind, she was watching me the whole time. 
She was watching me the whole time. And then I got too far. And she said, she called my name. And she said, baby, come on back. Come on, come on back. I ran home. (laughs) I ran home, honey. Because I knew my mother loved me. Might not like what was going on at the moment, but I knew my mom loved me. And we have to have total control in knowing that we're children. That we're children. And what's so funny, recently I've been asking God, I was praying, I said, Lord, teach me how to pray. (laughs) I said, I just don't want to be making, you know, sounding good. I want to make sure that my prayers are effective. I want to make sure that I'm a sniper in the spirit realm. I wanted you to teach me how to pray. And God says, my disciples asked that very same question. And the first thing they said was our father. So if I'm acknowledging God as being my father, that means I must be the child. I must be the child. And we have to make sure that we're taking, I don't care how educated you are. I don't care what your title is. I don't care what your accomplishments are. We have to make sure that we humble and submit ourselves unto God like a child, like a child. Glory to God. Glory to God. I got to stay in a child's place. I got to stay in a child's place. When I caught myself running away from home and my mama didn't come after me, but she was watching me. And then when I got too far out there, she called my name and I came running home crying. And she just had her arms open and picked me up and swung me around. Where am I going? Where was I going? (laughs) where was I going God loves us so much but we have to remember that he is God that and I always say that God has helicopter vision he sees what lies ahead now will we sometimes be put in uncomfortable positions Absolutely. Will we at times feel like he ain't coming through? Absolutely. Nevertheless, nevertheless, God is still God and we still got to trust him. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus just to take him at his word. We got to stay In a child's place. When I had my girls. I was responsible for them. I was responsible. For keeping them safe. I was responsible. For protecting them. I was responsible. For providing for them. I was responsible. And God 
is responsible for us. My God, if we knew the love that God has for us, if we only knew how much he loved us, how much he loves us, if we only knew, we wouldn't be worried about a thing. We so quick to be grown. We so quick to be grown. I remember my mom said, you can date when you get 16. I was like, oh, Lord, that's a long time away. You can receive company. That's what she used to call it. You can receive company when you're 16. It's like everything was a milestone. You could drive when you're 16. You could receive company when you're 16. You ain't grown, grown till you're 21, and you still ain't grown if you're in this house. I mean, it was so many rules. So many rules. I couldn't wait to get my own apartment. I couldn't wait to get out my mom's house. I couldn't wait to get away from my mom's telling me what to do because now I can do whatever I wanted to do because I'm grown. And I remember my mom said, you got a lifetime to be grown. Stay in the child's place. I never will forget her saying that because she would say it often. You got a lifetime to be grown. Now I realize I'm grown only to have to become a child again. (laughs) When we stay in a child's place, we become humble. There's excitement. We trust God. We hope in God. There's anticipation. And we just wait on him. Because we're in a child's place. I challenge you. No matter what's going on. No matter what's going on. Close your eyes. And say, Daddy, you got this. You got this, God. I don't have it. I know I have a things to do list. I know I have a checkoff list. I know I'm result oriented, but God, I don't have this. But I know you got me. I know you're going to take care of me. I know I'm not going to miss eating. I know, I know you got me. Daddy, I love you. When I started seeing the results of me humbling myself and being a child, having that childlike faith is power because we relinquish control. It's power. It's power. Stay in a child's place. Amen and amen. We come back. I got your homework assignment. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to the One Life Podcast Show with C.C. Eccles, the show where Jesus Christ is Lord and is always welcomed. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
and we are back. Today, we've been talking from the topic, stay in a child's place. And I get it. 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 I get we want to be in control. I do. I totally understand that. However, we got to humble ourselves and become as a child. We got to have childlike faith and we got to become Mary's. We got to enter into a place of worship and we got to trust God. Is it going to be sometimes it's going to be difficult. Sometimes it's going to be challenging. And what I'm learning is, is building your faith muscle. Because scripture says all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord. And no matter how challenging some things are, I have to say, Lord, what kind of fruit are you cooking up now? Because it's going to work to your betterment if you don't allow yourself to get bitter. If you don't allow the process to make you bitter. Glory to God. Now, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're not going to know how to stay in the child's place. I love God. But I still felt like I was grown and felt like I could have approached the throne room any old kind of way because I'm panicky. And because, you know, um, I have deadlines. God ain't moved by our deadlines. He's moved by our faith. He moved by our deadlines. So if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I beg you to get to know him. I beg you to get to know Jesus. I beg you to get to know Jesus. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you would like to receive him into your heart, repeat after me, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you come into my heart. I believe that you are the son of God. I believe that you died for all of my sins. I believe that you went to hell and that you got up on the third day and that you have all power in your hand. Come into my heart, Lord. Be Lord over my life. I trust and depend on you as my father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you repeated that prayer, then you are saved then you are saved. Send your experience, send your testimony to the CC Eccles group at gmail.com. Now we come back. I got your homework assignment. Don't go nowhere. Back in a moment. And we're back. You know what? Your homework assignment It's going to be to just stay in a child's place. We have to remember, we are not God. We are not omnipresent. (laughs) We are not omnipotent. We are not sovereign. We got to stay in the child's place. All this week, when you find yourself worrying, when you find yourself walking in fear, say, God, pick me up, God. I'm your child. I'm your child. You will not leave me, God. You are a good, good father. Glory to God. 
You are a good, good father. You are not a deadbeat dad. You take care of those that belong to you. He's a good, good father. Glory to God. That's who he is. That's your homework assignment. Glory to God. If you want to share your testimony, your experience, send it to the CC Eccles group at gmail.com. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. And go ahead right now. And I want to hear from you on Spotify. Until next time, y'all. I love you to life. Ciao. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then send it to a friend. It's all about sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Or for additional information regarding speaking engagements, contact the CC Uncles Group at gmail.com. I love you to life.